He's hold it. Straight in for Rory McIlroy. Shane Lowry is an open champion. Tiger completes one of the greatest comebacks in Masters history. Hi everyone, I hope you're keeping well and welcome to the Talk Birdie to Me podcast. With golf courses set to reopen from today on, I hope you get a chance to get out and play in the coming weeks. I am also excited to inform you that the website is now fully stocked with the latest range of accessories from PRG Golf. I will attach the link to the website in the podcast notes and be sure to browse through our latest styles. This week on the show, I am joined by manager of the Paddy Harrington Golf Scholarships at Minute University, Barry Fenley. Barry is so invested in the programme and has seen some excellent results in the last decade since he has taken over the programme, so we discuss these in detail and his own goals for the future. So without any further delay, here is that chat. Hi everyone, welcome back to this week's podcast. Today I am joined by golf manager from Minute University, Barry Fenley. How are you keeping, Barry? I'm good, Shane. Thanks for having me. Thanks very much for dropping in today. It's obviously... A few days out from golf, hopefully returning. So, how has your whirlwind year been? Yeah, it's been um, it's been a tough start of the semester for us in, in Minute, with kind of obviously getting a bit of momentum and college start back end of September, and then obviously the lockdown coming. So most of the most of the golfers have have gone home, um, but we're really excited to get back next week, Shane. So we've about three weeks left of of term time. So we've we've planned plenty of things, plenty of training for the guys, get them back. So we're all pretty excited. Hopefully we'll get some good news this evening. Hopefully. But how tough has this year been in terms of scheduling, trying to arrange coaching, the different activities throughout the year that keep players busy? Uh, and then obviously with courses opening for a while and closing for a while. Yeah, well, like, I mean, I think it's just been really hard on the on the, on the players and on the students, to be honest. Um, you know, um, from my point of view, it's, it's you know, obviously you're, you're, you're always planning and trying to, um, make make kind of uh, contingencies if, if things are cancelled to keep the guys kind of engaged and keep them keep them training. But you know, I mean, obviously the the lockdown, the first lockdown in March, we were kind of really enjoying the new RNA student tour, um, which was which started last year. So we had played like four events at that stage. Um, you know, it was going really well. Um, a lot of I think Alan was Alan was leading the order of merit. We had two wins, um, you know, which was great. But everyone was really enjoying the competitive nature of the tour, which was a new a new thing last year. And then to have the kind of the final in St Andrews pulled, um, you know, last minute was was obviously a bit of a blow. So, you know, since we've returned, we've we've kind of I suppose we with this lockdown, we've 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 been a little bit more prepared um, to kind of bring things online, and that's all you can do. Like we've 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 been bringing our our kind of SNC. You know, program online. We've, you know, we're doing yoga online. We're doing kind of we've we're doing, we've a nutrition program that we're trying to step up this year as well. So you know, um, there's plenty going on. Um, but obviously, I mean, we're all missing golf. We're all missing coaching, playing. So um, it's it's been tough. But with regard to events being cancelled, you know, we've just got notification, and it's kind of expected that you know none of our or an A tour events will, will go ahead. So the, the the plan, our best case scenario, Shane, right now is that we get the the final event in April in St Andrews. Um, so you know that would be something to look forward to. But college golf has really got, I suppose, hit hard, and, and like 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 all amateur golf events, you know. So um, so yeah, I mean, it's it's been tough. 
you mentioned quite a few things there about the new RNA schedule and just, I suppose, even scheduling for your own players this year. But just before we do delve into that, you were a player that actually came through this program yourself. So just take us back to your early days in golf. I know you won the Ulster Boys in 2005 and then you earned your place on the program. Just talk us about your early days in the game and I suppose your biggest uh, influencer who attracted you to the game of golf. Yeah, sure. Go, going back quite a bit. Um, all right. But um, yeah, I mean, I I, I suppose, um, you know, I grew up playing golf in Clontarf Golf Club, um, which is a par 69, great little golf course. I think it's the closest course to the city. So, um, you know, that kind of was my introduction to golf and it's really kind of uh, active club. And, um, you know, I suppose from a, from a golf point of view, of course, it was very tight. You know, you have to hit it straight. You have to have a decent short game. So I think it kind of set me up well to, to kind of start playing competitive golf. Um, but yeah, now I was a decent boys player. And my last year, I had a really kind of good season. I had a chance to win Munster. Um, I got finally got over the line with a win in Ulster. And, and really, at, the, at that time, Shane, um, there wasn't really anything by way of a golf scholarship program in Ireland at that time um, kind of going back there to 2005 um, like UCD w- would have always had uh, I suppose scholarships available to good golfers um, and, and I suppose other institutions at that time would have as well but but it seemed like you know if you're decent at golf or you're on the national team if you wanted to stay in Ireland you know you'd, you'd, you'd get you'd certainly get kind of some kind of scholarship out of UCD but obviously there was nothing very golf specific so you know, being that age after winning the boys and, and having a good year, you know, I kind of turned to look at America and, um, you know, I suppose I, I wanted to see how far I could get and I wanted to experience kind of, you know, real competitive golf at, at, at college level. So, you know, I decided to go to, to Texas. Um, I went to a junior college in Texas, um, a place called Odessa College. Um, and it was brilliant in many ways. It was It was a really really good experience for me um i managed to get on the team and we got to a we got a bronze medal at a national championship which was just fantastic but um you know minute started the year after and um i had really wanted to go to minute as a student um but the golf scholarship kind of started in 2007 really got off the ground the paddy harrington golf scholarship was kind of introduced then so you know that really attracted me home um so that's kind of how I started my journey in, in Minute. And being a student on the programme, as you said, when you came back from America and the early years of it and the impact that Bob Joyce had, just talk about when you were involved in the programme at the very beginning and how it was back then. Of course, yeah. I mean, you know, what really attracted me back um, from, from, from Texas really was this, I suppose, what the programme offering. I mean, we'd, we'd obviously... You know, we we had Carton House as our base, access to GUI Academy, obviously brilliant facilities. Um, Neil Manship was involved as as a coach at that time. Um, obviously would have been familiar with Neil, kind of growing up through the, the national scene. But um, you know, I think at the time, um, you know, it was just really really good setup, and there was nothing really like that in Ireland. Um, you know, I, but Bob. You mentioned Bob Joyce, and uh, yeah, really, really and truly, it was Bob's kind of vision to create the the scholarship program, Shane. And and his vision was that, you know, um, he wanted to develop a 
uh, you know, a real high-level golf scholarship program to give the best up-and-coming golfers, um, young players in Ireland, an opportunity to stay at home, you know, get their education and, and develop their golf to an elite level. And ultimately, that was his vision. So, you know, Bob was very much involved at that time, but but I suppose we, we didn't really have as much, I, I would call kind of, you know, I suppose structure in an American sense where, you know, it wasn't um, as structured as, as let's say a, a golf scholarship in the U S would have been. And, and, and Bob tried to kind of manage things at the start um, and done a brilliant job of getting everything set up. I mean, amazing. I mean, he, he just got a brilliant relationship with Carton. Um, you know, he managed to, to get sponsorship for the program. Um, I, I suppose I'll come back to that maybe later in the conversation, but you know, um, my experience really was 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 brilliant at the start. Um, I knew a lot of the guys starting in the program and we'd grown, grown up with them. Um, but I think one thing that we we kind of realised was that it, it was up to ourselves as players to to really take it seriously and and try and get the most out of the program. And that's something that you know I kind of fell into a leadership role, if you will, a kind of a team captaincy role. I suppose maybe because of my experience in America, the guys that kind of looked to me to say, you know, how could we make things better? And, you know, I, 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 I was delighted to, to take up that role as a player because I wanted to get a lot out of it. So, you know, I started kind of making sure that we, we were up in the morning for gym sessions. We were, you know, we had a weekly kind of a structure so that we were, we were at least getting the most out of the, the facilities, you know? So, you know, that was, I'd done that for three years. Um, I finished in 2010 and then I did a master's in 2011. Um, and then, and then luckily for me that the university wanted to bring it to a, a higher level. So, you know, I got, I got the opportunity to come in as, as the manager of the program. Certainly has developed as you under your stewardship over the last decade, but just how important you mentioned Carton house, the access to high quality coaches in Ireland and the trips abroad at the start of every year, just how important were they in bringing it to the next level and ensuring that obviously with the winter that we can have here, that players got that access to coaching and the warm weather training abroad. Yeah, absolutely massive. I mean, um, you know, when I was there, we, we did have a brilliant winter training camp in Portugal. We did have access to, to a good coaching team. We'd Neil, we'd, we'd some, some fitness and physio support at the university. But, you know, one thing that I tried to, I suppose, really um, do in, in, when I started was, was really just, you know, put a better or a, a more kind of professional group of a group of coaches around the players um, and ultimately try and create you know a better environment for 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 the scholars to to develop as players as people um, and, and also you know we wanted we wanted more competition because at that time you know the GUI wouldn't have taken over college golf um, we would have kind of been run by colleges we we'd we an intervarsity championship we would have had a kind of a match play scene but ultimately you know, my, my goal at the start was to make the program, you know, more professional, put better supports around the players, help them realize their potential. Um, you know, but also the competitive side was massive. So, you know, luckily, you know, a few years later, the GUI took over running of college golf and we now had a, a better competition program. But, but one thing we've always done is, you know, we've always tried to support our players to go play big international events if they're at that standard and, and that's another great thing about 
I would say our program is that, you know, obviously we want to compete as a college team and we want to do well in college events. But, you know, if we feel that players will develop and, and will benefit from playing some big amateur tournaments during the, the season, well, we'll support them to be at those events. And that's that's really important too, you know. So, um, but yeah, to answer your question, um, you know, having access to Carton is, is massive. It's on the university doorstep. Having the academy there is brilliant. Um, you know, um, in terms of coaches, you know, I suppose one thing that, that I felt uh, myself as a player was that, you know, I think if you play in America, for example, you know, you're working predominantly with the head coach. Um, and that might be your main, you know, your main coach, you know, and, and, and I suppose, you know, some, some are better than others, but ultimately I felt, you know, you, you'll get to a, a maybe a, a kind of a plateau with your abilities, but you might lack maybe a little bit more, you know, you might need to get stronger. You might need to get, you know, mentally better. You know, there's other, there's so many other aspects as we know to performance. And so I just wanted to make sure that we had those, we had a support team that would allow the players to tap into different aspects of, of, of development and performance. So, you know, I brought in, you know, I suppose a number of golf coaches I brought in a proper S and C coach um, you know, we, we, we were sports psychologists, we've, we've a nutritionist. I mean, there's a lot of, there's a lot, there's a lot in the team, but, but we're all kind of working together to, to develop the player as best we can. You mentioned obviously a number of individuals there that make it a more professional experience for the players and aid in their development during their collegiate years. But before they get the op or the opportunity to avail of all of those facilities, there's that recruitment process to go through and just how competitive it can be. How have you found that during your time in Manute University? And I know it's a place that caters for all levels of ability, that there is the two squads there and that players have that pathway for development. Yeah, it's a good question. I think um, I think it is quite competitive because, you know, we, we, we have it at a, a quite a high level um, in terms of, you know, what you have to achieve to, to get a scholarship. But at the same time, um, you know, Basically, we, we we try we try and offer a pathway for for players who may not have let's say represented Ireland at boys level or may not have reached their kind of um, their their potential yet. So the development squad has been really really good for that um, because you know we, we we were able to identify kind of talent and, and and players who really have an ambition to to get to a high level. So so that's that's been fantastic, but. Um, you know, it does. It does come in cycles. I mean, you know, in, in in certain years, you might have some of the top crop not not wanting to go to America, and so they're already keen to stay at home, and they like our program, and and they're all applying. So, I mean, you know, in a given year like that, places are fairly limited because the standard's quite high. But you know, in other years, there might be a lot of guys going to America. So, it it really depends. Um, but ultimately, I mean, f from from my point of view. Like, you know, we all, we all talk about handicap and, and, and everything, but ultimately it's it's about your track record. It's about what you've achieved, you know, at under 18 level. And, you know, have you have you have you done well in, 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 in championship golf? Have you have you been competing like? Um, and so that's that's kind of a key part of it for me is, is just seeing that that you have that track record of 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 kind of performances um against your peers in this country um so that's that's really important but yeah the the, the development program has been has been key to try and 
bring players in um, and take a little bit of, I suppose we're taking a little bit of a, uh, a punt on those on those players uh, we see something in them and, and it's 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 been it's been fantastic because you know we're giving guys all for giving guys opportunities and and those guys have really taken it by the scope of the neck and some of them have ended up going on to play you know on the scholarship team and, and even going on to be some of our best players so so yeah so you know um it it, it is competitive but my, my my kind of message is you know even if you feel you're you're a bit off the standard, um, you know, don't be afraid to kind of come to us and, and, and apply to the scholarship, you know. I know we've touched on this briefly already about what Minute can offer players. And there is that huge debate whether players go to US colleges or stay in Minute to reach the next level on their rise. One of my previous guests was Robin Dawson, and he mentioned the big draw to Minute was the level of support and the network that was there and that he could stay close to home with his coach. So what are just some of the main, I suppose, selling points for Minute? Yeah, well, 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 that's, I mean, I think it's, it's, it's very, you know, it's, it's probably stronger hearing it from a player who's come through the program like Robin and getting the different players views on it. But, you know, I think his point is very valid. I mean, you know, I think if you decide, um, or if you're, if you're, if you're, you know, open to the idea that you can still get to the, to an elite level by staying at home, um, you know, you need to look, drill down and, into what you're going to get. Like, I suppose you're, you're, you're going to get certainly, you know, access to a really, really good uh, world-class coaching team that we have in Minute, coupled with what you've already got. And I mean, let, you know, most players that come in um, already have a very good golf coach or, you know, mentor or team around them. Um, and so, you know, in many ways, you're trying to continue that you know that that kind of relationship and, and we would be keen to to certainly work with with players coaches and and so that we're all kind of really working together for the you know for, for the player and I suppose you take take Robin's case you know I mean in many ways you look back and you know he had his home coach um he had the benefits of what what we had to offer and also you know he worked his way into the national the national the national team and, and, and got the benefits of what of what the GUI could offer, you know, while while being here. So like I think people forget that too, that it, you know, it's it's fantastic getting into the national team because you're gonna get really, really good opportunities to play world class events abroad. Um so Robin, for example, would have gone to South Africa nearly every year to kind of start his year and 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 he would have been, you know, been given a really, really good schedule of events um coupled with what we could have done. So you know that worked really well like uh, you know for example we would start his year he'd go and play in Arizona in the Patriot event which is a you know really high class uh, event in, in in the US against kind of the All-Americans so that would kind of start his year in December it's over Christmas you know then he'd have exams in January and then he'd be getting ready for 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 uh, South Africa so like on, on some occasions he'd benefit from our training camp in Portugal before he went but he was really really prepared to start the season and hit the ground running come February March um you know so so yeah so so there is a lot um there is a lot a lot of things that you, you can benefit from um and I think sometimes people feel that you know with regard to America Shane like that you know I'll have to go to America because that's the only place I'm going to get competitive golf and it's it's not really that's that's not the case. Like um, I think if you look at 
if you look at some of the players, um, I suppose some of our, our best players have come through the program with with the likes of Robin and um, you know, marrying in, being a member of the national team, you know, getting the benefits of our program, you know, playing a fairly full schedule while being in Ireland, you know, those guys have reached, you know, you know, top fifty, top twenty in the world amateur rankings. Um, and so I suppose that for me is a great um vindication if you will that that you don't need to go to america to get to an elite level um and certainly there's plenty at home and when you think about it there is i mean you know those guys played a played a full schedule as i say starts in christmas in december you've got south africa then you come back and you might be playing you know they could be playing in let's say the european nations cup then you've got some of the big majors starting you know you've got obviously at home you've the west you know you've got going into the Lidham Trophy and there's, there's just so many events now. So certainly think that's not the case, but I mentioned the Ornate student tour series because it's something we've been working on um, over here with the RNA um, the last few years to really try and create an elite student tour um, to bring the best students in Europe together to compete. And, and that's, it's only starting, but I really think it's, it's another kind of addition to, to those, to certainly to our program, to be able to offer that in addition to the other events, you know? Yeah, picking up there where you said on the new RNA schedule for players based in Ireland and across the UK, how important has that been? I suppose it's that increased sense of competitiveness, going out competing against other colleges and players from abroad and then finishing in St. Andrews. Obviously, haven't got to bear the fruits of it yet with this year, obviously being impacted, but how exciting is that for the coming years? Yeah, no, it's as I say, it's been a it's been a it's been a real positive for 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 the kind of the student movement over here. And and you know, previous to that, previous to the RNA Tour series, you know, we would have you know, we would have traveled and gone to the UK to play in the what's known as the Books Golf Tour, which has been really good for us too to develop, um, which is the you know, it's the British University's golf tour. And luckily we've you know we have a good relationship with with the institutions over there and, and and allowed us more competition opportunities really so you know we would we would travel to probably at least four of those events from october to april um get to play against some of the best college teams in the uk and and, and it was just more competitive golf for our guys uh, coupled with the irish stuff so you know to now have a, a european wide tour is 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 huge um and, and i suppose one of the hopes that i would have is you know that we, we kind of get more european um based uh, golfers out competing because there are pockets in, in different universities um of, of really good players um so we need to get those out playing in this new tour like i suppose you know i don't know if people know this but the likes of you know former open champion molinari francesco molinari he went to the university of turin he was an rna scholar um yeah no, I didn't go to America. There's just lots of other kind of stories um, of, of really good players. Um, I think Dan Housing from the Netherlands was another guy. He was an RNA scholar who, 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 you know, who didn't go to America. But there are lots of good players. So, you know, the hope, I suppose, the vision is that we we get we get a really good competitive tour that brings it brings together the the best in in, in GBNI and, and and Europe and, and and growing it. So it's really early stages, but. You know, it's it's been it's been it's been really good. The other thing too, which, which the RNA in fairness to them have done a, a great job with, is you know they're all pretty much on open qualifying venues. Um, so like you know the, the the courses we're getting to play and the venues are really really good. Um, and, and I think 
it's it's given given our guys uh, a proper examination paper really when we go to these events they're getting a, a really good taste of of championship golf which is also helping to prepare them for for the summer events you know one of the big incentives for players playing throughout that RNA series is that the winner of the Order of Merit at the end is guaranteed a place on the Palmer Cup team. And I know, obviously, you were going to be part of the Palmer Cup as an assistant men's golf coach this year. It was slated for July in, or for Lahinch in early July, but unfortunately did not get to go ahead. Just how important is the Palmer Cup? Obviously, there's been huge minute representation over the last number of years. Yeah, Shane. It's um, well for the for the. We've always had previously the tour series. We've always had the the scholars event in St Andrews in April, and um, you know it's really just been a standalone event for the best scholars. Um, and and there's always been that automatic spot. Um, obviously, it used to be USA versus Europe, um, and so it was only a male spot available. But you know. In the last three years, I think, you know, one of the big wishes, I believe, of, of Mr. Palmer himself and the foundation was that it would, the Arnold Palmer Cup would go international and, and include women. And it's, it's been, you know, it's, it's, it's become a really, really global event um, since, since it's done that as well, um, you know, since it's gone international. So, you know, to have, to have that carrot to play, you know, uh, a tour and, and if you win if you win the order of merit male or female order of merit you get a spot on that team it's just huge um you know as, as you mentioned we've been really fortunate um over the years to have a couple of winners at the scholars event in st andrews so i think gary hurley was the first one in 2013 and then we had Stuart win in 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 2015 and and then you know gary and Stuart both got selected as committee selections um you know so you know, it's been it's been fantastic for for our players, but also it's it's been really 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 massive for the program to 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 have a representative play on the European or the international Arnold Palmer Cup because you know it's it's really the best in college golf, and now you've got the best Americans against the best players in the rest of the world, so it's becoming much more harder to get on the team. But you know, it's been it's been huge, and I'll go back to to maybe. Uh, my experience going to 2013 Palmer Cup with Gary, um, you know, I mean, Justin Thomas played in that on that American team. Daniel Berger, I mean, you know, Patrick Rogers. Gary played Patrick Rogers actually in the last day and gave him a real, real run for his money. Um, but just it was huge for 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 guys and 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 you know what a learning uh, a learning opportunity for him. I mean, I think it, it brought him on massively. Um, cool actually that, that week he played with Kevin Phelan in, in the foursomes um, so really it's, it's to, in my mind it's you know it's, it's, it's as big as, as anything in amateur golf right now I mean obviously Walker Cup is, is, is very traditional and it's GB&I against the USA but you know the college golf at this time is, is at such a high standard um, so no it's, it's massive Shane and it's, it's certainly one of the big goals of a lot of our players that you know, come into the program, and and because we've had such a, uh, a large number of representatives, you know, in recent times, and obviously we've grown and play in, in twenty eighteen, and the first international team actually, um, it's it's a big it's a big driver for them to get on that team for sure. Speaking of the players' success in making the team, but on a personal note, you were named as men's assistant captain for this year when it was supposed to happen in Lynch. 
how nice was that to be recognized for the work that you've done in Minute over the last number of years also? Yeah, absolutely. A huge honor, to be honest. Um, certainly wasn't expecting, wasn't expecting it. Um, you know, and it was just, uh, I have to say, I suppose I'll say this again. I mean, it's, it's, I'm really, it's really the players, the players that have come through the program and have put Minute on the map have, I suppose, allowed me that opportunity. So kind of obviously and really indebted to those guys because they've represented us so well, you know, at the Palmer Cup, not just, you know, from a golfing perspective, but I just think, you know, the feedback you get, you know, is really kind of makes it all worthwhile, Shane, when you get feedback from organisers saying, you know, your, your your players were just a joy to work with and, you know, they were really great team players. And, you know, that's to me as important as the performance itself. But yeah, absolutely huge honour so you know it's been a blow that the hinge didn't get it I mean we we've done a lot of work in trying to select a team that had a lot of links experience and um you know now it's going to uh it's going to Bay Hill in December um you know and and you know it was touch and go but it sounds like it will go ahead unfortunately for me you know I, I've had to pull out just with with family reasons and you know, I'd love to be there, but I mean, it's it's going to be the best part of three weeks away from home and then quarantine when I get back over the Christmas period. So, unfortunately, I've I've had to to make a call, but 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 I'm delighted that that Keelan Rafferty will be travelling. Um, so Keelan's planning to to do the time and get over there early and and get ready. And you know, it's just I'm delighted for him um, that he's he's still he's still competing. Like it's interesting a lot of the a lot of the obviously the American team and the international team are pretty much all based in, in the States. Um, so it makes the event having it in, in Florida makes, makes it easier. But, um, you know, I think coming back to the hinge, it's due to come back to the hinge Shane in four years time. So yeah, hopefully we'll have, we'll have more Irish players on the team, um, come, come four years time. But, but, you know, Keelan and Mark are going to have a great experience in, in Bay Hills. Kind of cool to, to play against the Americans on their home soil in, in, in Arnie's kind of back garden as such, you know? Um, so that would be really cool for them. Yeah, certainly an amazing event. It was one I planned to attend this year, but obviously one of the, the many things that got affected, but we've spoke quite a lot or in depth about the success you've had, uh, running the golf program in Minute over the last near decade now, but a job of that obviously comes with its challenges also. So what are some of the biggest challenges that you have faced over the last number of years? Yeah, that's a good question. Um, you know, I think, I think, I suppose, to be honest, you know, um, it's, it's, it's always the case that you're, you're trying to, I wouldn't say, say this, I don't know if it was right, if it doesn't sound correct, but there is an element of, you know, the best players will always want to, to head to America and, and they, they will always be attracted to the, the, I suppose the, the dream, if you will, Shane, of, of going to America. And, that, and that's, that's, you know, understandable. I mean, you've got some brilliant universities and I'll certainly never, I'd never want to deny the opportunity um, of going there. But I think um, one of the biggest challenges is, is, is really just trying to make the up and coming players realize what's available on their doorstep. Like, you know, and, and, and I think a lot of people, are very sometimes quick to kind of think, well, you know, if I want to get better, I have to go to the States. And, and, and I suppose I would just say, you know, look, look, look at what's happening at home. Look, look at the players who've come out of the programme. And also, like, not just the, the guys who've gone on to play Palmer Cups and Walker Cups, guys who've come in on a scratch handicap and ended up, 
you know, getting on an Irish team. I mean, that's huge, a huge achievement. And, you know, for us, you know, equally, it's, 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 it's hugely satis- satisfying. Um, and certainly that's something that I would say is that, you know, you always still have to get the message across that, you know, we, we are a world-class program and, and, you know, come, come on, come before you make your decision, just, just come and see what, what's available on the doorstep. So that's, that's, that's always a challenge. Um, and I think, um, you know, I think one thing we've, we've been trying to do collectively, um, certainly work with, with my colleagues in, in the UK, like, um, very good work relationship with, with, with Dean Robertson, who's the head coach at Sterling, um, and a couple of our colleagues, we're always trying to stand up for growing college golf, this side of the pond chain. And so, you know, getting the RNA tour series up and running has been a massive kind of success um, because it's, it's really needed. We need to give our homegrown players better opportunities to stay at home, give them a better, a better kind of performance platform, if you will, for them to develop their skills and develop as players. And this tour is, is, is really kind of, it's only starting, but it's, it's, it's really kind of in the right direction. So, you know, it's been a challenge to, to get more, competition opportunities for for college golf here and i will say you know massive credit to to mark Worley and in the gui and you know mark's been been great in terms of taking hold of 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 running college events in ireland for the last number of years um and that's really grown too and, and not just to kind of cater for you know minutes but just for the greater good of of university golf here like there's there's you know there's lots of good players in different institutions and you know you know, there's more and more golfers than ever, and and I think it's great that we have an offering now at home that you can you can play a couple of championships, an intervarsity championship. You know, um, you know, so that's 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 been that's been that's been also you know really really good, and and you know as I said, um, you know the fact that the governing body and the RNA, you know, the world governing body for golf have have started to really recognise student golf. Is 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 has been great. Um, so yeah, that they, they, those are two big things. Um, you you know, I, I will say, you know, growing growing the women's program is is another huge challenge. Um, and uh, you know, we're certainly we're certainly struggling to attract um, you know some 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 up and coming girls in Ireland. And, and I think it's probably to do with Shane, like the success of Leona and Olivia in America. Um, so, you know, my message there to, to the up and coming girls is that, you know, you can, you can certainly try and do both at Minute, you know, if you don't think you're going to be a pro golfer, but you still want to play, you know, competitively at a, at a good amateur level, or you want to play and aspirations to play in the national team, you know, and get a really good education, you know, well, Minute kind of ticks all those boxes. So I, I feel sometimes the girls, um, kind of see things that if I want to be a pro golfer, I have to go to America. If if I don't want to be a pro golfer, well then I'm just going to focus on my, my academics. And I suppose the message there is, you know, you can certainly do both. And that's something we, we would pride ourselves at in minutes is that you can, you can go for both uh, pursuits, both academic and golfing um, at minutes. So, yeah. So, you know, that's something that we're going to try and do um, is really just try and try and grow the, the women's team of the next few years. That's an interesting point there. You talk about growing the female game and implementing the program that they can play, obviously, at the elite level or just to grow their own game to make national panels. 
but not only is it the players golfing abilities that you're trying to progress obviously it's such an important age going from 18 to typically 22 and just the importance of the player's own personal progression and how they can be brought to the next level there how important is that to kind of sync the the golf program to the real world yeah that that's a great point shane and uh i i i you know i think it's certainly underestimated um what i mean by that is this the message there that you know when you come to when you come to college you live on campus you know you're you're really you learn to you learn you learn to kind of fend for yourself you know you've got to You've got to learn fast. Um, you know, you're now you're now living on your own. Obviously, you'll probably be with some teammates, but you know, I think it's massive in terms of you know personal development and learning. And I certainly get a lot of, uh, I suppose, we, we not just me, but just uh, the whole team at Minute in the program. You know, we certainly get a lot of, um, I suppose, satisfaction out of seeing people grow. You know, grow grow mature and grow up like and and i think you know getting an education is not just simply going to lectures and doing the books it's it's far more than that um as i said like you know you're learning how to cook for yourself for the first time perhaps you know you have to turn up on time for class turn up on time for training you know you're not you're not reliant on mommy and daddy um anymore and i think that 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 learning is huge and and also my message there is you know you know, I think, I think I would always say it's, it's, you know, you're developing the person before the player. I think if you can, if you can put the person before the player, you think you have a better chance of getting that, getting that player to, to realize their, their, their potential in golf. Like, so, you know, certainly we would, we would take that holistic view, um, very much so minute, um, that it's not just all about golf or academics. Um, you know, you need, you need, you need, you need to have that personal development. So, you know, we have, we have a great sports psychologist in place who does a lot of that work with us, um, you know, and uh, yeah, it's really, really important. Um, really important to have that. And looking at the players as they progress, obviously, and how the program itself has developed under your stewardship, just looking at your own imprint on the program, I know we've again kind of briefly touched on this previously, the work that you have implemented but what exactly would you pinpoint as some of the key points that did raise the minute Paddy Harrington Golf Scholarship Program to an elite level? Yeah, um, I suppose a little bit of that probably came from my experience in America, and what what I found was 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 beneficial to me as a player. So I suppose coming into the job from a playing background, but you know I really enjoyed the the, the kind of the routine and structure that like some of the golf programs in in America bring. And I mean, you know, I think unless you experience it, it can be very regimented. I mean, you know, you're up, you're up early, you're in the gym most days, you're then into class, then you're down the golf course and um, class finishes probably by lunchtime in most places. So, you know, it's quite, it's quite, um, it's quite full on Shane. Um, but at the same time, you know, I think we don't have, we, we don't have that kind of, we certainly at Manute, we didn't have that, um structure in place and so i've tried to bring i've tried to bring uh certainly a, a lot more kind of um non-negotiables with regard to training the weekly training program um because you know we need we need guys working on different aspects of of, of their game whether you know whether that's whether that's kind of 
practicing short game, long game, getting some regular coaching, you know, whether that's working on their fitness. Um, you know, so I, I think I think that's something that I've brought uh, to the table. It's just that, you know, you're here for pretty much 28 weeks of the year. And so it's really important that, you know, you've two 14 week semesters, it's really important that you get the most out of, you know, your week. Um, but at the same time, you know, we don't we don't have the luxury of kind of finishing class at lunchtime. Um <laughs> Because it depends on what degree you're doing, Shane. So, like, you know, a good bit of my work is trying, trying to get the logistics right so that everybody, whether you're doing science or you're doing a, an arts course or a business course, you know, it's not impacting on the program. It's not impacting on your academic program. You know, you need to get you need to get kind of the balance right, if you will. So, um, so there is plenty of time for the guys uh, to go up and down to Carton. And, and I would say this. I mean. You know, you're probably looking at 12, 15 hours of training a week with the program. But really, you know, if you look back at the players who've gone on to, to get the most out of it, you know, they've they've created their own schedules around that. You know, they've 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 made the the time that they have on their own to to get extra practice in, to go play more on the course, you know, to get, you know, if they need a bit more coaching, they might ask for for some one-to-one time. So I suppose, you know. There is it, it, there is plenty of free time, and I think it's important that there is downtime because you know burnout is, is is certainly something that we don't we don't want to happen, and you know I think America can sometimes lend itself to to, to that. You know, and um, we're really ultimately trying to get them developed, get them ready for the season come come kind of March April time. You know, we want our, our guys been really well prepared to go and play the summer season. You know, so that's that's kind of important. Um, yeah, in terms of what else, um, yeah, I think like anything, it's you're always trying to create a competitive environment, and um, you know, we do have our own kind of, I suppose, we have our own internal golf for the year competition, which which started a couple of years ago when we had very little competition opportunities. But you know, that's that's something that's that's important to I think the guys in the team because you know they don't want to want to get beaten by their, their, their by their teammates and. You know that that keeps things that keeps everybody on their toes and keeps things competitive. So we kind of run that throughout the academic year, and then there's like an order of merit during the summer. Um, so really, it kind of it's something to play for for the guys. Um, but ultimately, I think you know outside of the kind of the program structure, Shane, it's it's also just giving the guys more competitive opportunities. So you know, one of the things that we're trying to do is 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 get more elite competition. So obviously, the tour series has helped, but you know, we're hoping in the next years we can we can get get competing, you know, hopefully in, in, in some big events in America and, and ultimately try and try and play as a team um, and compete as a team in some of the, the bigger college events um, over in the States. So that, 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 that's certainly something that's that's on our radar, you know. That's one thing that no one can deny is your dedication to ensuring that players do get to play at the highest level and that they're constantly being challenged. But who's the voice in your ear? Who do you consult with? Obviously, you're the first person to bring this program to where it is. Who do you consult your big decisions with? Yeah, that's a good question. Um, yeah, well, look, I'm, I have to say, I'm, I'm, I suppose I'm lucky to have a, a great group of coaches who um, who certainly keep me keep me grounded, and uh, you know, I certainly would would uh, 
would run a lot of things by them. Um, you know, there's a lot of a lot of trust there. We've a great team, as I said. Um, you probably know. I mean, we've we've we work with four golf coaches really. We work with Noel Fox, Johnny Foster, Donald Scott, and we work with Kenny Fahey at the academy. You know, and then we have a number of you know obviously other support coaches. We've we've SNC sports psychology and sports psychology is Amory Kennedy. Um, and uh, you know we've a great team, really, Shane. So I mean, I, I think you know we've we've a great culture there to try and help everybody. And and said they would certainly they would be be my sounding board at times. Um, you know, I do have some good colleagues in the states who uh, who who I'd kind of you know run things by, and and also you know you know, people who've done what I've done longer. So you know, I mentioned I mentioned Dean and, and Sterling, who's been there a long time, and um, you know in many ways we would we would we would bounce ideas off each other uh, and trying to trying to achieve effectively the same thing but you know i think um i think those would be certainly key people and and just my own kind of i suppose growing up in the game my own kind of coaches who would have helped me along the way um and, you know i had a great experience with with, with you know leinster golf and and uh, kind of being on the fringes of the national team as a boys player so you know that journey was massive and, and, you know, you've, you know, a lot of good, a lot of good people who, who are happy to give you advice, you know? Um, so yeah, so that, those keep me, certainly keep me grounded. That's for sure. You leave no stone unturned in ensuring that players can develop to the top of their ability. You mentioned the numerous coaches that are involved in the program, the playing opportunities they get, the access to facilities, the trips abroad, just even the financial packages to ensure that they can go to events. What do you think some of the biggest learnings are for players when they do delve into the paid ranks that they are now out on their own um, instead of having it, would you say, relatively easy in college that they just show up and, and swing the club on the day that there is so much work put in for them by golf programs? Yeah, I think um, I think it's a great point you brought up there, Shane, because, um, you know, I think sometimes sometimes you want you want the players to take more ownership and um of 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 everything because at the end of the day if they are going to play you know pro golf you know they they they're certainly going to have to be really organized they're going to have to you know travel have, you know they have to prepare properly um and a lot of that is done for them i suppose in in ways um in the amateur scene but it's something that we've 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 kind of identified really um you know um, you know, so, you know, even getting the guys to book their own flights, I mean, you know, um, and we try and do that during the off season. So, you know, if we're going to, if we're going to fund players to go play events, you know, certainly we'll, we'll, we'll give them, we'll give them or subsidize the funding to do that. But ultimately what I like to see is that, you know, they're going off researching it themselves, putting together a budget. Um, how am I going to get to this place? You know, I want to go and play could be French amateur, I want to go play in the European amateur, whatever it is, um, you know, but that they're, they're coming to you, Shane, with, 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 with their plan. And, and, and I think that's really important because when they turn pro, it's going to be down to themselves. I mean, even if you've got a management group, you know, you're still going to have to, to do a lot of that yourself. And, and certainly it's really important. Another thing too, just practical skills. Like I think, I think learning to cook is a massive thing. Um, and we certainly have, have tried to step that up this year. Um, we've a new new nutritionist working with us this year, uh, Kate McDade, who's been who's been great. And so, you know, I think 
just the little things become the big things and like you know you know cooking you know uh, fending for yourself on campus booking flights you know how am i going to get how am i going to get down to training how am i going to get to these different places that that's all really important because when they do turn pro they need to have those skills um you know so so i think i think certainly something that needs to be uh, worked on but we've we've tried to do it do do it a little bit better by empowering the the players to kind of come back to us with their own scheduling and their own plans um which i think is more powerful you know just before we do finish up today there's two players that i want to mention and that's alan fahey who won the bridgestone order of merit this year and ronan malarney who secured full plane privileges for the euro pro tour for next season just how great have their achievements been yeah, really delighted. Well, firstly for Alan, um, Alan just graduated in September and, um, you know, he's always been a really, really um, quality player uh, in, in my mind. He's got a lot of flair in his game. He, you know, he's, he's powerful. Um, you know, when he's, when he's playing well, it's, 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 it's impressive to watch. Um, you know, but he's, he's recognised that he needs, that, you know, he's need, he, he, he needed to get more consistent um you know uh, in terms of you know scoring and and, and really I, I would say you know just just getting getting more out of his game so you know in fairness to Alan he's he's worked hard um the last two years to kind of to to, to get more and, and to get to get to get to get more out of his game as I say and, and really just kind of fine-tune his scoring skills so you know I'm delighted for him because one of the, one of the big goals for him was to to break into the national team and uh you know he's had a great year obviously in winning the but he actually won the RNA order of merit um back in April um you know which which was great but you know certainly going to win the Bridgestone and and, and get a, get a spot on the Irish high performance team for next year has been brilliant for Alan um but look you know he's won, he won the Munster stroke play was it two years ago maybe um you know he's always had a quality there Shane but you know, I think he's just, he's become a lot, he's become more consistent performer. And I think Alan as well believes that, you know, he's, this is where he should be. You know, he's a talented guy. He's, you know, he had a really good record for the boys team over the years too. So excited to see Alan and delighted he's kind of, you know, got that reward for his, for his hard work. You know, I've no doubt he'll, he should push on and hopefully win a championship in the next year or two, you know, definitely. Um, Ronan, Ronan's journey has been amazing to me. Probably one of our, one of our best ambassadors, you know, certainly came in to the program, would have been an Irish boys player, but certainly not. Would have came in with a lot of quality guys, um, you know, and, and I'd probably say himself, he, he wasn't one of the best players on, in that group when he came in. So, you know, Ronan, I think, was part of the Irish boys team that won the Home Internationals in 2013. So he would have came in with, with, with Robin Dawson and Stuart maybe would have came, Stuart Grett would have came in the year after, but you know, would have had really good players there like Robin, Sean Flanagan, uh, Jordan Hood. And really, you know, he just improved each and every year. Incredibly hard worker, but you know, the guy just kept getting better and better. And, you know, I think there's there's a lot to be said for 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 what he's done and and, and just, you know, work ethic, but just, you know, really, really getting getting the most out of um you know his game um but also you know you know ronan is he's a real grafter you know he he's always trying to improve himself he's always trying to learn he's very coachable um you know he's he'll come to sessions with a lot of questions for the coaches and you know how can i do this better how can i do that better and, and really like 
you know, Ronan did three years and then he done a two-year master's, a part-time master's. So he'd done five years with us. And in that journey, it was just great to watch. I mean, he, you know, I think he's been our most accomplished winner in terms of college events. I mean, he's won, he's won two, uh, he's won the RNA Scholars Tournament, um, which got his ticket onto the Honor Palmer Cup. Uh, he's won the Irish Students. He's won uh, a British Universities event. You know, he's been really, really, I think he's got four or five wins. Um and then, you know, he would have won Mullingar Scratch Cup quite early. So, I mean, his, 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 kind, of, his kind of pathway has been brilliant. But, you know, um, you know I, think, I think he's only starting out in his pro career, but, you know, delighted he's got some, some status now for next year. And it's been a really tough year for him. Obviously, he's just turned pro in the last kind of year and a half. And, uh, you know, with COVID, I mean, there's not, not many playing opportunities, Shane. So... Um, at least he's he's got he's got that Euro Pro to to focus on next year. So excited to see Ronan how he gets on now. You know, excited to see Ronan and also the many other players that have come through the program in the last number of years. And Barry, I just want to say thank you very much for your time today. We obviously covered a lot in detail about where the program has come under your stewardship in the last number of years. But before I do let you go, I got the usual quick fire questions. Far ahead. Do you prefer links or Parkland? Oh, definitely links. Practice on the range or on the course? Uh, practice on the course for me, for sure. Your best golf memory to date? I would say um, beating my brother in the Lord Mayor's Cup final when I was 14 and he was 18. Uh, that, that really kind of pushed me on in my golf. Nice one-up. Uh, the best Irish player you've played with? Uh, definitely Rory growing up playing, playing boys golf. He was, he was the best one. One major goal that you want to achieve in relation to the program in the coming years? Yeah, I mentioned this earlier. I think as a as a kind of a a college team, Shane, um, you know, one 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 big goal of mine in the next couple of years would be that you know we 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 would have a a strong enough team to to go over to the states and and win a win a college event as a team. Like obviously we're not we're not affiliated to the NCAA, but to get an invite and play in a college event and, and, and win it would be, would be huge. I think, you know, um, so that would kind of be a team one for sure. But in terms of a, a personal one, um, you know, I, I would love to see, um, you know, some of our players go on and play on the main tour. I mean, that would ultimately, um, you know, be, be the icing on the cake in terms of getting a player on the, on the main tour and, uh, multiple players who knows you know um over over the coming years um you know we've got guys out there now who are who are working their way up to that level but um you know and i, I just like to finish on you mentioned you mentioned bob joyce earlier you know bob kind of passed away two years ago but he was you know he we've a lot to thank him for and setting up the the paddy harrington golf scholarship and that was certainly one of his goals um, that we would try and get a guy on the on the main tour, so that would be that would really be the the icing on the cake for sure. Well, with your commitment to developing the program and the amazing work you've done over the last number of years, I'm sure it's a very achievable goal. And I have been lucky enough to speak with so many scholars that have come through the program since the podcast started earlier this year, and they've all had such positive things to say on what the program has done for their game and the work that you've put into it. So I just want to say thank you very much for your time today, Barry, and best of luck for the coming years. Super. Thanks, Shane. I really enjoyed it. and Good luck with, good luck with everything. That wraps up this week's podcast, and I would just like to say a huge thank you to Barry for his time. 
It was great to sit down and discuss the Paddy Harrington Golf Scholarship Programme that is available for players at Minute University and just exactly what they do to ensure players can blossom and reach their fullest potential. So Barry is available across all social media channels and Minute University can be contacted for any questions that you may have as they do offer a high-level, world-class programme. Also, just remember that the website is fully stocked with our latest range of head covers and towels, so please check that out. That's it for this week. Chat soon, and please, talk birdie to me. He's old it. Straight in for Rory McIlroy. Shane Lowry is an open champion. Tiger completes one of the greatest comebacks in Masters history.